tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high-quality and Torytainment for you. Morning, everybody. Welcome to your morningly slash nightly after show wrap up for the Ocean to Ocean 2022 2023 US Leg 2 tour. We're here. We're talking about Charlotte. Charlotte's in the books officially. I have too many goddamn tabs open on my computer of also officially. So is it the sixth show or the seventh show? I'm getting confused. It's all a blur. You know what I mean? And I'm not even on the road. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh yeah, it was the seventh show. <laughs> the seventh show is officially in the books and the set list was as follows. A sort of fairy tale, ocean to ocean, don't make me come to Vegas, Ruby through the looking glass, Daisy dead petals, climb, oysters with Carolina on my mind, I can't see New York, little Amsterdam, Addition of Light Divided, Beauty of Speed, and Big Wheel to close out the main set. Encore was Bouncing Off Clouds and Cornflake Girl. So you had a lot of representation from uh, Scarlet's Walk today. And with the news that Scarlet's Walk will be coming out on vinyl in September, this is exciting. Scarlet's Walk can do no wrong, in my opinion. Scarlet's Hidden Treasures also came out to play. You've got some Under the Pink there with Daisy Dead Petals. A little Doll Posse with Big Wheel, Beauty of Speed, Bouncing Off Clouds, Trifecta. Even Native Invader was like, I'm here too, bitches. Climb. A Sort of Fairy Tale was performed for the 27th time tonight. And these are all tour stats. It was This is the 245th time total. Actually, let's do full totals. 72nd time that Ocean to Ocean's ever been played. The 32nd time she's played Don't Make Me Come to Vegas 32 times now. 26 times total in her life for Ruby Through the Looking Glass. Daisy Dead Petals, by the way, even though she's only been played nine times this tour, she just turned 20. Okay, so you know where she was after the show. Hopefully not at the bar at 316. Climb turned 13 with her fifth performance this tour. Oyster saw her 27th performance tonight and fourth of the tour. That was number 140 for I Can't See New York. Only the second time she's done it this tour. 
Little Amsterdam's been played 250 times, a nice fat round number. Edition of Light Divided played 59 times. Can you believe she skipped it over a dozen times now on this tour? That's a, for me, I, I would be happy with Edition of Light Divided every night. I know, I don't know how, I've never heard a single person say a bad thing about that song. Well, you can't anyway, because you have it tattooed on your body. You can't say anything bad about it. Beauty of Speed saw its 87th performance tonight. Big Wheel, 187, so she's flaunting her stuff around Beauty of Speed 100 times more. Bouncing Off Clouds, 149. And Cornflake Girl, at least 100, no, not 100, 831. Well, at least 100, but 831 times for 69 times this tour. So thanks to Rose Cress, who is our resident stats statistician. She texted me. She's like, I'm so sorry I'm late with a set list. I'm, I was teaching a stats class. <laughs> and I said, that's the perfect class for you, girl. Let's look at wills and wants today. The leaderboard shows me. And thanks to Shay, who's running our game. The leaderboard. Oh, first, you know what? I have, I have a list. Hello and YouTube thanks. Okay, I'm going to start following my list because I, I took the time to write out. It's like a run of show or like a set list for the show. So thanks to Jimmy Farron. We pulled that video from his YouTube channel. Thank you, Jimmy. You're killing it out there. I love seeing the world through your eyes, through your luscious eyes. Next, date, venue, and set list. Oh, yeah. Charlotte was at the Ovens Auditorium, and today was June 26, 2023. Did I say that? Charlotte, North Carolina at the Ovens Auditorium. In the books, wrapped. We just did set list and stats. Okay. Next, we have Tory Tour WW and rankings plus bonus song and winner. So I'm going to pull the bonus song right now. The bonus song is uh, You Belong to Me. That's not fair. No one picked that. I don't like that. The bonus song is Police Me. I'm going to pull another one because I don't think anybody picked that as my guess. And Chocolate Song. You know what? This bag. Bag. Give me the hits. Give me the hits. Ode to the Banana King. Um, and Siren. Okay, that's a, that's a reasonable song. All right. So the bonus songs tonight are You Belong to Me, Police Me, Chocolate Song, Ode to the Banana King, and Siren. And I'm going to play just a little bit from the Charlotte show here while I go tabulate the wills and wants. Hold, please. And I can't I'm back. I gave out four, I think, bonus points just now for Siren. So congratulations to those who chose Siren. And now we can look at the rankings on the Wills and Wants game. And then we'll choose the bonus winner, the participation prize winner. But right now, just so that I know that everyone is at the edge of their seat, I didn't get a single goddamn point last night. So I remain steadfast at number 22. For some reason, number 22 loves me. But right now, at the top of the leaderboard is Rose Crest with 150 points, trailing not so far is Gerald Huff with 140. We have Nick Eberly and Matthew LaPierre tied for third at 130. 
We have Rachel Corinne, Christopher Whitney, Chrissy Olson, Bosco Tron, and Stephanie Stork tied for fourth at 120. And Spencer Keywood, Merritt Glover, Jennifer Dinkle, Evan George, and Anku Panku tied for fifth at 110. And then we'll just do sixth also. Valerie Lorge, Searsha, Mario, Scala, Joellen, Grace, Aaron McClure-Reed, myself, Candice, April, and Andrea. I love that. I don't know if April, I imagine that April Anderson and Andrea Adams are the best of friends. They're like, oh, you have double A initials? So do I. And then they become the best of friends, and they're always together on the leaderboard. I'm obsessed with the two of you. If you're not best friends, you need to be. Thank you. But um, it's anybody's game. You know, we are going to – we're not even halfway through the tour. So – Chin up. Everybody chin up. It's anybody's game. I mean, what you need to know is that it's also my game and I am going to win. I am so competitive. I can't believe it. I'm, what was I thinking, by the way? I'm looking at my picks from yesterday. I'm like, no wonder I didn't get any points. I picked time. Birthday baby. She's never going to play birthday baby. Nope. The moment I say it's not going to happen is when it's going to happen. The moment I stop believing, you know, the moment I stop believing. And I was trying to invoke Cool on Your Island, you know, yesterday on the show in honor of Brian, beautiful Brian. But I didn't know he was off the tour. Today was his first day off the tour. So I'm like, oh, it actually makes sense that she would play it today because he'd been asking for it the first six shows. So then, of course, now that he's off tour, it would be the time that she would play it. So it was actually a great day to manifest that song. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. We got what we got in Charlotte. I'm ready to find out the participation prize winner. I have it up. I'm recording my phone screen. Hold on. Let me record my phone screen so that I can post it to Twitter and Instagram. And here we are. Charlusians. Here we go. Let me make sure my sound is on. Sound really enhances it, you know? Sound just enhances it. I have to remind you that if the person that we select in the Wheel of Names didn't play tonight, then we have to choose again because it's a nightly participation prize winner. I'm just saying it, okay? I know you know. I'm just saying it. Here we go. Listen. Oh, my God. I also changed the picture in the middle because, you know, we got to keep it fun. we got to keep it, you know, whatever. All right. Pandora Aquarium. Let's see if Pandora Aquarium played today. Pandora... Aquarium. Pandora Aquarium did play today. So congratulations to Pandora Aquarium. I know we see you on Twitter. So DM me your address, your contact info, and we'll send you your participation prize after the tour ends. And I am working with our lovely Jack Foster. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm working with our lovely Jack Foster on our participation prizes. So let that be exciting. Jack Foster, by the way, is the person who does our logo and has done our Christmas cards in the past, done our graphic design for our digital ghost event. Does anybody remember the digital ghost event? At the end of tour, I think I'm going to host an online trivia game, like later, like after tour is over, right after tour is over. Does anybody want to play trivia, Tori Amos Zoom trivia, anybody? Oh my God. But we won't make it hard like we did the last one. Well, you know, um, Tori Tour WW rankings, bonus song winner. Oh, her outfit. Oh, I put that on the list so that we could talk about her outfit. Tori Amos wears clothes. Let's take a look at her Charlotte outfit. Tori was a wash in color tonight with a pink and blue aquamarine sea swirl number, two piece silk material. 
I'm looking at these gorgeous pictures taken by Shutter16 Magazine on Instagram. If you don't follow the Tori Miss hashtag on Instagram, are you even a fan? High collar, poof sleeves. I don't think I've seen this before. It might be a new outfit. You'll have to consult Sean. Harass Sean online and find out if it was a new outfit. But it looks gorge, and her hair was crimped. I'm liking the crimped is coming back. Maybe this means a Venus announcement? <laughs> Let's also talk about other people's outfits. There's this couple on Instagram, Jeff Bean. He has great glasses that match his red amoeba paisley shirt. Love it. Love the beard, Jeff Bean. Ash wore his black button down, high collar, collar up, buttons down. John wore a baby blue button down under a gray suit coat and gray jeans. Hair by Amanda Kelly on Instagram. She wore a black off the shoulder, black and white stretch shirt, which I love. And she was with someone wearing a Pussifer hoodie, like Lucifer, but Pussifer. That must be a band. Everybody looked great. You know, just by nature of the fact that you're in the Ovens Auditorium, you look better. <laughs> you look better than me sitting here in, I was going to say my Ovens apartment, but it's very, very cold. I keep it very, very brisk. I always get myself in a hole financially with how high I have the air conditioning on and how often. Well, going through the Instagram pictures from tonight at Ovens, everybody seemed to have a wonderful time. Congratulations. I'm very excited for you. I don't know how I would have actually felt if I was there. I'm looking at the set list, you know. Everything's better when you're there. But it seemed to be a very, like, mid-tempo show. You've got Don't Make Me Come to Vegas. Ruby Through the Looking Glass brought it down, like, slowed it down. Daisy Dead Pedals to me is also mid-tempo. Skeleton. Climb. She brought it back down. Oysters, though. I would have killed for oysters. I would kill for oysters. If oysters asked me to kill, <laughs> I would do it. I would have no choice. I can't see New York. Still mid-tempo. Little Amsterdam. Addition of light. Beauty of speed right at the end. Picking it up. Pick it up, girl. Big wheel. Bouncing off clouds. Cornflake girl. Right at the end, she went hard, so... You know what that means. It means it's my time. It's time to take my high-speed train to New York. The most unrealistic thing about this show is that I would find myself in New York City. <laughs> I hate New York City. God bless New York people, most of them. I hate New York City. It has a lot to do with uh, my very clear rodent phobia. Oh, look. I just arrived on the train. There's a rat king right there. Hello. Tori Amos is performing for two nights here in... New York City, June 28th and June 29th. She'll be performing both days in Manhattan and the Beacon Theater, so that Brooklyn Theater at the King's Theater that she did last time, that's done. She's over it. Now she's back in Manhattan with the Beacon Theater, her favorite venue. She did two nights there in 2017. I was there, and I'm not saying that those shows are better or gonna be better than the ones tomorrow. And the next day, just because I was there doesn't make them better, but a strong case has been made. I didn't say it. I'm not the one. So I bit the bullet. I womaned up and I added all the stats into my collection. And she has done 37 shows in New York, not counting non-traditional shows. I didn't count little things like the Hard Rock Live taping or the VH1 Storytellers or the V8 or the West Sessions at West 54th. I didn't count anything like that, but I did count the bigger shows like Rain 97, Live at the Artist Den, La Poisson Rouge, 
but I didn't count Scarlet's stories. But anyway, the first time it seems like she played in New York was April 20th, 1992. I don't know if that's the first time, but it's the first time that we have record for. And the set list was as follows. Little Earthquakes, Crucify, Silent All These Years, Precious Things, Happy Phantom, Leather, Upside Down, Tear in Your Hand, Me and a Gun, and Winter. Encore 1 was Smells Like Teen Spirit and Mother. Encore 2 was Angie. And she played two shows that night at the bottom line. And the late show, listen to this set list for the second show. Here in my head to open, crucify, silent all these years, precious things, happy phantom, mid-show me and a gun, winter, tear in your hand, whole lot of love, thank you, upside down, leather, and little earthquakes to end the show. Encore one, smells like Teen Spirit and Mother. Encore two, Angie, she did the exact same encore one and encore two for her first two shows in New York City in 1992. But what can you expect? What can you expect? Her catalog was tiny, comparatively. If we're to believe what she said on stage in Nashville, she has a new B-Sides record coming out with songs we've never even heard before. If we're to believe her. But I've been burned by believing her before, particularly with B-Side records. In the category of B-Side records, we've been burned. I'm not saying it was bad. We got to Venus and back out of it. But here's a little bit from, I want to play it here in my head from the April 20th, 1992 show. Roll it, Ollie. sound man and if you somehow found your way to this show accidentally through i don't know how and you don't know that we do another show called drive all night where we go into all the songs head over there and listen to drive all night and if also you don't know about our daily show never shut up you can go over there too we're in the middle of a rewind this week this week is all never shut up rewinds from quarantine um (laughs) because you know i'm going on a trip so anyhow According to the stats, the Tori Setless database that I put together for New York City, the next time she performed in New York was October 8th and 9th and 12th, 1992. So that's five New York shows she did just in 1992. And I'm going to read you the difference between her set in October than what you've just heard in April. So this is October 8th, 1992. War Numbness to start the show. Crucify. Silent All These Years. Precious Things. Happy Phantom. Leather, Little Earthquakes, Rock On, Girl, Whole lot of Love, Thank You, Me and a Gun, and Winter. Encore 1, Smells Like Teen Spirit and Mother. She loves that as an encore. And Encore 2, China. And since we do have one song that survives from that night, I want, I'm going to play it. Roll it, Oliver.
We're going to fast forward through these stats. So she did five shows in 92. I have her down for three shows in 94. Let's play something from one of those shows. down for three shows in 96 plus her non-traditional rain benefit show in Madison Square Garden that you I'm sure have seen I have her down for two shows in 1998, one on the Sneak Peek Tour and one in Madison Square Garden. Let's read the Madison Square Garden set list. We got Precious Things, Cruel, Cornflake Girl, Spark, I.I.E., Sugar, Secret Time was Leather and Landslide, then Jackie Strength, Tear in Your Hand, Raspberry Swirl, and ended the main show with a waitress. Encore one, She's Your Cocaine, and God. Encore two, Horses. down for three shows oh yeah three shows at the beacon theater in 19 no in 2001 and this cute little moment roll it down memory lane. She performed at the Riverside Church in 2002. I have her down for three shows in 2003 at Radio City Music Hall.
one show in 2005 at the Hammerstein Ballroom. a double night header at Wamu Theater at Madison Square Garden in 2007. The first night, of course, she was Pip. And the second night, of course, she was Santa. Big guns for New York. She did four shows in 2009, including Live from the Artist's Den. Two shows in 2011, and that's when she started her love affair with the Beacon Theater. So she's been at the Beacon Theater twice in 2011, twice in 2014, twice in 2017, and now twice in 2023. You know she would have done it in 2022 had it been available. You know she would have. You just know it. And her first set in Beacon Theater was on December 2nd, 2011. She did Shattering Sea, Landslide, Suede, Way Down, Cloud of My Tongue, Leather, Putting the Damage On, Jackie Strength, Mr. Zebra, Fearlessness, Maybe California, Star Whisperer, Twinkle, Gold Dust, Toast, Siren, Your Ghost, Nautical Twilight, Cruel. Encore 1 was A Multitude of Shades and Baker Baker. Encore 2 was Spring Haze, Precious Things, and Big Wheel. I'm very excited for everybody. New York is a blast. I'm sure everyone's going to have a blast. And if you're trying to pick good songs for your wills and wants, I can tell you the following information. Out of the 37 shows that she's done, 36 of which we have stats for, the song that she's done the most, and you can believe it's Precious Things, at 23 times, she's done Winter 19 times, Leather 19 times, and Cornflake Girl 19 times. I'm not entirely about putting my bet on leather, though. Leather seems to have been... Leather seems... Leather seems to have retired. I don't know what's happening to Leather. She's done Mina Gun 14 times, Crucify Silent and Icicle 13 times, Horses 12 times, Tear in Your Hand, Hey Jupiter 11 times. So she's doing all of the hits. New York City is a show where she pulls out the big songs. So for my wills and wants, oh, we have to talk about disqualified songs. I need to put that on my list. DQ'd songs are, are we've, we're adding Big Wheel to the list of DQ'd songs. I'm so sorry, you Big Wheel fans. It's there. So our list of disqualified songs are A Sort of Fairy Tale, Ocean to Ocean, God, Cornflake Girl, Addition of Light Divided, and Big Wheel. None of those songs are eligible. So with that in mind, I'm going to say Crucify is on my wills, as well as Tear in Your Hand, which hasn't been played since Clearwater. So Tear in Your Hand and Crucify are my wills. My wants are Mother Revolution. I know she just did it in Nashville, but I don't think she's done it in New York. Maybe she did it in New York in 2022. 
Oh, she did do it in New York in 2022. On May 12th in Brooklyn, she did it. What am I going to do? Oh, God. Okay, yes, I'm still choosing Mother Revolution. And I'm going to bring back bells for her as a want, you know? But I want it on harpsichord. And then my bonus song is Sugar. Said Sugar. So Will's Crucified Tear in Your Hand, Wants, Mother Revolution, Bells for Her, and Bonus... Oh my god, no. What am I thinking? Okay, oh, this is where it gets tricky, because the one I take off is going to be the one that she plays. I want to add I Can't See New York, and I'm going to put that in exchange in place of... Oh my god. uh, In place of Mother Revolution. So Crucified Tear in Your Hand are my wants. I Can't See New York... And bells for her are my wills. And my bonus song is Sugar. And that's all she wrote. Breaking news tonight from New York City. This is Ephraim Jr. with the New York Times Radio. And I'm just reading the headlines that our paper has just published. Russia drops criminal case. Oh, Russia. Russia. She's going to do Russia, isn't she? She's going to do Russia. Russia drops criminal case against mercenary leader, but his future remains uncertain. Then the next headline, his glory fading, a Russian warlord took one last stab at power. It's all Russian headlines. Then the next one, yesterday's Putin is gone. A guide to the handy Republican definition of a crime. President Biden and Vladimir Putin have dueling messages on the uprising in Russia. The mutiny suggests that Vladimir... This is all Russia. Okay, I gotta go back to my wills and wants. Crucify, tear in your hand, I can't see New York, and Russia. She's, I'm adding... I'm taking off bells for her. I'm so sorry, bellies. Okay, I can't see New York and Russia. Crucify, tear in your hand, and bonus sugar. I've got to. And that's why we do this news segment, because surely she's reading the news when she gets there. She's very connected. You know, she's very plugged in. Celebrities want to save a church. Its congregation wants it torn down. Well, that's a kick in the ass. I say Crucify will come out for that reason. The new war on bad air. A well-ventilated building was once considered good medicine. Now our buildings can barely breathe. How do we let the fresh air back in? Oh, that's, uh, we're going to do a new war on bad air. That means war numbness. (laughs) War numbness is coming back out. You know, put a fork in me. I'm done. I hope you have a wonderful time in New York City. Please be careful out there. New York can get wild. You don't need to hear my stories. If you have a free moment, go to the Eagle. Also, Macy Rodman's going to be at the show on the 29th. I think the second night. So say hello to Macy Rodman. Tell her you love her. Tell her you discovered her through this podcast. And please get her an upgrade. Somebody get her a front row upgrade. It's her first show. She's famous. She's the queen of Brooklyn. Macy Rodman. But in the meanwhile, I'm going to throw it to our resident witch, Amy. Amy reads the cards for all the shows on the U.S. tour and all the European shows as well. You can follow her now on Instagram at Major Gemini Tarot. Please follow her there. You can book a reading with her at MajorGeminiTarot.com. Love her. Love what she does. Take it away, Amy. Here we are in the city that never sleeps. We're gonna do two of these. We're gonna um, analyze them together. I've done the tarot poll. Once again, we see our friend, the high priestess, but she's behind the world in justice. And I think that's significant in terms of placement. Although you, if you recall in Charlotte, she was also the third card that I pulled. So again, threes. Threes are interesting. Um, if y'all are into numerology, you can sort of look into sort of the, the, the thinking behind the threes. But um, 
Yeah, I would say, again, when you think about um, establishing something, moving towards something, um, making inroads somewhere, three is the very important number, right? It's the magic number. Three is the magic number. And it again, the reminder of the high priestess using and tapping into a deep sense of intuition. But in front of her, you've got the world in justice. So we talked about the intense Libra energy we had in the reading yesterday. A reminder, right, that that is still with us and that even though we don't have as many placements in Libra, the moon has moved on as the moon often does, as our emotions often do, she's here to remind us again of that sense of the scales and balance and you get what you give. And I think that really goes along well with what the high priestess brings us. The world is a reminder of, again, you set your own reality. We all live in our own worlds, right? Essentially, the the fact that there being no objective truths, right? Again, you don't have to ascribe to this, but it's a lot of what I think of when I think of the world. And the bounty that is here for the taking should you wish to accept it, right? A lot of things that we do not accept for ourselves and those become beliefs and those beliefs become how we live our daily life and the things that hold us back, put us in a box, whatever you want, right? So again, these these deep reminders, I think it makes sense that this is happening in relation to the reading of New York, which is a city where many people come to achieve their dreams, right? I think of that when I see the world and the high priestess and justice in terms of like how you experience yourself in New York, how you can create a new persona in New York, right? And how at the end of the day, justice rules, right? Those scales are going to balance. Okay, let's look at the two dates and see what we can see in terms of movement. The biggest movement you're going to see, not surprisingly, is going to come from the moon. Mercury is going to shift a little bit too, but it's primarily the moon that makes its inroads. So you have Mercury and the sun moving closer. I'm going to call it a conjunction, right? Close enough to me, um, depending on sort of how you, um, I, I think the energies are close enough that I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm allowed to interpret them closer. This is my reading. I can even do whatever I like with it. Okay. You've got both the sun and the Mercury now are in the sign of cancer. The moon's in Scorpio. Ooh, yeah. Let's bring some Scorp energy to this. It's, it's New York City after all, but... To counter that intense, watery, watery Scorpio energy, actually, we're not countering. We're bringing it to bear because the sun and Mercury are in the watery sign of Cancer. So you've got a lot of intensity in this concert, right? The the Mars and Venus are still in Leo in the eighth house, which means you're going to go dark and deep every time you're going to be at these concerts because those are the topics that are likely going to be discussed. It's what people need. It's where a lot of healing needs to take place, right? I think it's very significant that you've got the sun and Mercury. Mercury is sitting right in opposition to the ascendant sign, which for the concert, ooh, is that in Capricorn? It is. Oh, my sign. My sign. Whenever you see things in opposition to the ascendant, it just means a, a, a need or an attempt to make sense of where we're going in this life, um, what we're trying to accomplish, what we're trying to achieve. We talked about stock taking at the last concert in Charlotte. I think you're going to see a continuation of that a little bit here. Again, lots of loquacious uh, verbal energy um, could be a lot. Could be some interesting. Um, could be some interesting concert, perhaps snafus with respect to Mercury and the Sun interacting together. You could see either like interesting displays of verbal acuity, or you could see like so much that the, maybe there's mic feedback or something like that. That's an interesting prediction. We'll see if that comes to pass. Let's talk about the moon for, for a little bit, for a second, right? So the 28th, the moon is in Scorp in the 10th house. On the 29th, the second day of the New York concert, it has moved to the 11th house. So I think, again, even from one day, you can see so much change in different, different aspects that are really um, come into play. So 
we talked about the 10th house being this is the house that we express our energies to the world in. it's a very public house it's basically the house of career public presentation the first day you have it hanging in that house right so the feeling is very much like that scorpio in like introspective um receptive shell deep dark um mysterious sexual alluring energy sort of like on display and i think she's really going to be channeling that to you but it's interesting on the next day i think it's going to be a complete shift so you've got again still in scorpio you've moved into the 11th house right so what an interesting placement for scorpio and the moon right because these are things that don't like to be seen and to share but the 11th house is all about humanity and the common good and connecting and friendship and um, social ability, not something commonly associated with Scorp. And it moves in opposition to Uranus, who is hanging out in the fifth house of the concert. So I think to me, this could really, this could bring in a fluster of confusion about emotions, how we feel about something. Um, and it could be, it could just sort of throw everything up in the air from what we experienced the previous day. How exciting. It feels like the vibe is going to be completely different between these two concerts. And I think we have the moon to blame and its movement in opposition to Uranus, which is the planet of chaos and disruption, right? In, in a very interesting Taurian energy, which Taurus is a great builder. It's incredibly stubborn, but it's all about um, beauty and values, how we value certain things, right? So there might be a shift in how we value a certain thing in our life, or um, we might see the concert move from... Um, an emphasis on musicality to like some some other emphasis maybe it's connection with the audience that matters more on the second date of the night i don't know you're gonna be there you should tell me okay let's do a quick by wheel let's look at tori's natal chart and let's pick day two because i think day two really i was like what is happening on day two of this concert right very very fun things you still have that lovely conjunction that lovely healing energy in aries between tori's jupiter and the chiron of the concert feel receive that healing folks you also have and that's that's like to the degree i think that's going to be a very intense okay the other thing i noticed i noticed this in charlotte but it wasn't it wasn't close enough for my liking so now it is so you have the north tori's north node and the sun of the concert are both in cancer and expressed in tori's natal chart they're both in the eighth house this is significant because again the north node has a lot to do with what we're going towards in this life Tori's moving towards a sense of nurturing herself, right? And nurturing herself through relationships with others and topics that are commonly taboo, right? And this is lovely cancer energy of like creating a home for oneself, right? That's really what the crab is all about. That hard shell of sort of creating this home for oneself and this protectiveness. So I think the concert itself, day two, you're going to feel this sense of, again, comfort, mothering, through these really dark, intense topics um, and taboo topics. So a lot of Scorpio, a lot of water energy in these New York concerts. Again, remember the world, the high priestess, you are what you believe, really thinking about how we make these these judgments for ourselves every day and remembering that Lady Justice is always watching. On that note, if you can't be good, be careful.
is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.